0: The grand finale, we coming through with the Madden family, and only the baddest athletes gonna survive when you see four or five of my guys piling up on top of you in front of your eyes. Feel the impact, do shots off the kickback. And yeah, Yo, mad in 2001. You need to get that and feel like you in the game playing for real. It's like royalty, so nil. It's
1: like NFL fans, welcome to your conference championship edition of this week in the NFL. Here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. I'm your host the Cowboy, joined as always by our by the three man booth of Cowboy Senior and John D'Amato. How how are you doing, Cowboy Senior?
2: I'm doing great. Looking forward to Sunday. Two excellent matchups that we're gonna be talking about.
1: Yes, very interesting weekend. And John, how's it going, my friend?
0: Uh a, a little subdued, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys were, were in position uh, years ago, like the, the week after, uh, on a rare year where the where the Pats got eliminated uh, in the first or second round. Uh, usually, the week after, you, you, you're not a psyched for the uh, the other games uh, as you normally are. So that that's where I'm at uh, this week. But, uh, I'm, I'm sure once uh, Sunday rolls around, three o'clock. On, I'll definitely uh, get some juices there uh, At least we got some uh, two tight games uh, with, with low spread. So it should be two classics. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And it's a tough game for the Giants, John, but overall a successful season. Um, I think if we, if you would have told you at the beginning of the year that you're going to lose in the divisional round, you probably take that. A lot of stuff to a lot of stuff to build on. And it's just one of those games. Giants aren't, yeah. bu- aren't built to come from b- behind. Yeah, right. like, and it's, things just kind of snowballed.
0: It was a vicious uh, reality check, uh, you know, to, to lose to a team three times, and uh, and and also to a team that has two first-round draft picks next year and plenty of cap room. So it's uh, it's gonna be a of a lot of problems up ahead with the, with the Eagles. Uh, they, they they got a squad, well-run organization, uh, a lot of talent. So, so it's, it's going to be rough to get past them in the years ahead. Man. That, that was kind of like in, uh, you know, Goodfellas when Tommy thought he was going to get made and uh, r- right away after the coin, <laughs> coin toss, you got two to the back of the head. That, that was how, that, that was how my Saturday night went. That was
1: uh... <laughs> it's a tough analogy, right? There, yeah, yeah, it's a tough, yeah. tough, <laughs> tough analogy. <laughs>
0: All right, the, turn, so. the turning point of the game was the coin toss.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh moving on, I move on to the conference championship games. Um there was an interesting divisional round, kinda of a little different than the wild card round where there were a number of close games. The divisional round really only had the one real tight game, Cowboys Niners. And I mean KC Jacksonville was interesting, but it did you know, it did feel like KC had the game in hand. Um, so we have two, two games this week, San Francisco at Philadelphia, Cincinnati at Kansas city winners meet in the super bowl. Very, very good stuff. Let's start out with the NFC. So senior, the Niners coming off a hard fought victory against a very game Cowboys team, defensive struggle, John D'Amato's type of game. They take it 19 to 12 Philly coming off the, what well, their are uh, their you know their uh, wide victory over the Giants. I'm seeing a lot of uh, a lot of Philly love this week. Where you know, previous to that, I was seeing a lot of San Francisco love, right? And um, do you feel like this is a case of recency bias?
2: Definitely. I mean, you get it all the time, right? Everybody's picking Philly because they were so impressive Sunday. But the Niners have been on a roll, and I got I got no problem with what they did Sunday. I mean credit to the Cowboys defense that it wasn't bad offense. That was just um, a, John, a John, a kind of game that John really appreciates, right? Two defenses really playing well, the Cowboys defense really brought it. And finally, you know, the the, uh, the 49ers were barely were able to barely do enough. Uh, the Cowboys surprisingly to me, their defense was really able to slow down the Niners' running game, which, which I didn't I didn't think they'd be able to do. But kudos to them; they they played great. But the Niners were still able to overcome them because their defense is so damn good that they they stopped the Cowboys pretty much cold, and they, they picked off two passes, which probably is the key to the game. And the Niners did their miracle things that they do. Like, I thought the, the play that could have killed the Niners, that really could have turned the game, was the Ray-Ray McLeod fumble on the punt return, giving the Cowboys the ball in the red zone at that point in the game. I believe the game was tied when it happened. And the Niners' defense just stopped them cold, held them to a, a, a field goal that Mar made. And... The Niners just just get it done. They just get it done. That defense is so good, and I still like their offense. So should be a heck of a game, Sunday. The nice thing about the whole weekend is, when for all of us who don't have a dog in the race, there's no there's no team that kind of doesn't belong, you know? Any one of these four teams ends out on top winning the Super Bowl. No big surprise. Four real quality teams there. And this NFC game should be a heck of a game. I like both defenses. I like the Giants, uh, the Niners' defense better. The Niners' defense going against that Eagles' offensive line is going to be a real intriguing matchup to look at. Uh, Hurts looked good. He looked like he had his mobility. So that's a tough offense to stop. But I think, still think, the Niners are going to slow him down enough, and the offense is going to get enough done. They just win. The Niners the Niners are going to find a way to win, but I see it as a very close, close game. 2017 type game. Niners. I've been riding them this far. I, I can't pick any other way.
1: All right, John, what are you, what are your thoughts here? I know where your heart is. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, going back, let's uh, chop it up a little bit. The Niners, Dallas, which was the best game of the week. Uh, definitely my style with the defense and uh I, I go back to that uh that second quarter where uh, if if you're a Niners uh, fan or or a Dallas hater you you were really nervous cuz uh, Dallas hanging tough at 6-6 six, six, going to take the lead and uh and then that dak uh, interception uh that, that was uh that was just a huge uh, turning point cuz uh, of that you thought that, that Dallas was going in for a touchdown uh, they got it inside the 20 and then that interception turned it around, and and now where they were they unable to take take the lead, that uh, the uh, Niners uh, flipped it into into their field goal, where it looked like they were just going to run out the clock. And uh, but uh, eventually, uh, uh, Purdy made that big pass to I think it was uh, Jennings. Uh, that was the, the, to, to that pass with uh it was like there was like less than 20 seconds left, and 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 once he hit that, then uh, they were able to get that field goal, nine six, and. Uh, that was huge too, and uh, and we saw from Dallas uh, they all piled on Dak, and uh, a, a typical uh, cowboy organizational uh, disaster with the uh, you know, with the tweet uh, throwing totally launching Dak under the bus. That's uh, that that's just. A, Wait, you know, I, oh, was it
1: Micah Parsons?
0: No, no, the, uh, oh, the Dallas the, Cowboys, the Cowboys uh, themselves. Yeah. yeah. The, the, oh, the, I didn't
1: see this. What did it say?
0: Uh, Cowboys Twitter uh, tweeted out. Uh, well, well, we'll pull up exactly and we'll quote it in a couple minutes. Yeah. Basically, they they just uh, they, they, they threw it, yeah, they threw Dak under the box uh, for uh, for, the for official Twitter the account,
2: yeah. Yes. Oh, that's ugly, yes. With
0: with the blue check, yeah. Typical uh, cowboys. <laughs> uh, that was a
1: huge turning point, John. That's when you you kind of got the feeling that with that, with that that six point swing in the, in the second quarter that it was starting to look like a Cowboys playoff game.
0: Yeah. And Pollard going down and, and also in the, in the, in the second half, it was, it was just uh, obvious that uh, that nobody could make a play besides uh, a CD Lamb, uh, you know, or, uh, or even Schultz. So he was down to like two receivers and, and that's the difference in the uh, in the playoffs, you know, facing elite defense like the Niners, uh, like in the regular season versus a mediocre opponent, uh, it, the, that could find like a Noah Brown or uh, you know one of the backup tight ends or, or something. But but here, uh, he couldn't do it. That that one play where uh, maybe Gallup could have could could have made that catch and uh, around the 50 yard line, uh, that could have got him into some business, but it it just didn't happen. They they're a little short, but. As far as Dallas is concerned, they were underdogs and uh, they were on the road, so it, it wasn't really a, a game where, where where they were expected to win. So uh, looks like they're going to go status quo with the with the coach, obviously, and you know, they can't do much with the quarterback. When, when you give the quarterback uh, the bag, you're kind of uh, stuck with them. And uh, right now, it's obvious that the uh, you know, the, the top three quarterbacks are, are the ones playing: uh, Burrow, Hurts, and uh, and Mahomes. And, and everybody else is just in the uh, you know the next level, and and, and you still got to pay them, so they're, they're stuck where they are. But uh, with all that, as far as the uh, uh, Eagles and Niners, uh, I, I like uh, I like the Eagles, although they didn't have much of a, a tough test, and uh, they, they're going to get a big awakening in that first quarter if they could withstand the, that step up in uh, competition. With the Niners uh, that first quarter, that's that's going to be a big shock to them because uh, they, they had it, uh, you know, coming off a of bye week and with the last few games where they didn't really face so stiff competition and and this game they didn't really have to exert themselves for obvious reason they had it all the way, but uh, that that Forty Niners team is a is a definitely a step up in competition. Uh, with it's going to be this game is going to be a great battle with the. With the offensive line and the defensive line, uh, both uh, elite units on, on both sides, uh, uh, both the top five uh, offensive line and the top five defensive line. So that's where I'm going to look at the battles. Where if their offense can can get some uh, push in the running game, uh, go, going against uh, that that 49er defensive line with, with Bosa, and also to, to see if their uh, if their defense can get that penetration against uh, Trent Williams, who's just a you know a monster, or a, an explosive blocker. Or a, so it's going to be a great battle. I look for I look for a close game, but uh, I like the uh, the home advantage. Uh, I don't think Purdy's faced a, a vicious crowd like this in his uh, career, and uh, you, you definitely saw there were a couple passes that that he put up. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to sound like a broke record, because I'm saying it every year, and, and it's not happening. Where <laughs> where the other team's not taking advantage of, and Purdy keeps fooling me. But I I think this week uh, going going up against that. That the, the, the criminal, those those criminals in the uh, Lincoln Field, uh, that vicious crowd is gonna uh, it, it's gonna be a different level, and uh, he's gonna be a little shook up. So I look for Philly to pull out a close one, about a uh, twenty-three
1: twenty. All right, both of you guys have close, relatively low-scoring games. Um, that's how I see it too. I think I mean I think this one's a true coin toss. Frankly, um, the Niners are playing are playing great. They're on a roll. Purdy, I mean, he didn't set the world on fire against the Cowboys, but they got the W. He almost turned it over (laughs) to your point, John, but he didn't. Um, Philly came out very hot, which they tend to do. They're they're a first half team. So I think for the Niners to win this game, they're going to have to survive. You know, they're going to have to survive a little bit of an early, an early onslaught from Philly, especially over the last two weeks both DK Metcalf and C.D. Lamb, as you mentioned, John, have gotten quite a bit of work done against that Niners defense, and Philly has uh, two stud receivers, both both capable of big games. Um, with all that said, I think the Niners withstand the storm, stay steady, re- rely on, on their running game. I think Purdy plays a clean game, and I like the Giants. Same score as you. I'm sorry, the Niners, same score as you, John, 23-20 the other way.
0: Yeah, I, I pulled up the uh, the official uh, Dallas Cowboys tweet from uh, from Monday, and uh, it says uh, Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in a narrow loss to the 49ers. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't, again, generate self-inflicted wounds from, That's a from tough the official one. from the official Cowboys Twitter.
1: That's uh, a tough yeah. one from the official Twitter. Is it still up? The tweet's still up too. Yeah, yeah. What's the they haven't issue.
2: taken it down. Yeah. Um John, you'll appreciate this. I watched inside the NFL today and a uh, a quarterback that you have a whole lot of respect for and the fact that he's a quarterback had a comment on it. Phil, Sims Phil Simms Simms yeah. said to for an organization to allow that tweet to go up yeah. And, to, and, if, and if it was a screw up, somebody would have taken it down and it hasn't come down yet to do that to the leader of their team is absolutely disgusting. That was Phil's exact quote. And he's right. He's 100 percent right. What the heck is that? You know, I feel for Dak there. I mean, that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and it's a uh, it's just curious because. Uh... As much as we as we crack on them, uh, you know we're 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 all a like cowboy haters or whatever. But they do a lot of things right. They have they really drafted well. They have a boatload of talent. So whoever's in charge, I I wouldn't uh, say it's the Jones kid. It's the uh, the guy's uh, name escapes. They're uh, the director of a uh, uh, player press. He's he's probably the one that's that's pulling the trigger on uh, just uh, a lot of great draft picks. Uh. So they they do they do draft well, have a lot of talent, but they they just do a lot of you know stupid stuff like this and you know J- Jerry Jones is always the one commenting and uh, so uh,
1: I mean that's pretty unprofessional yeah. to yeah. have that kind of tweet out there about about your quarterback from the official team Twitter.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I I agree I agree with Sims. Um and I mean I don't know if their expectations for Dak are more than what he is. I mean he's a and Senior was I had a a busy week, so I wasn't able to watch as much of, as much of, um, kind of the Talking Heads this week. But it, I guess Senior, you were telling me that going into this game, Keyshawn Johnson was adamant that no, Dak was. was after a, the, no,
2: this is after the games, after this playoff weekend.
1: Oh, after the game, even worse that the Dak's a, a better this quarterback than Josh big,
2: Allen. Yeah, he's been. A, that's been that's been his big take, and people are challenging him on it. And he's stay, staying with it. It's like these guys have to have a take. That yeah, if you're rating quarterbacks, Dak, Dak Prescott and Josh Allen are the same guy. That's what he says. <laughs> Completely ridiculous. Not yeah, no, I mean it leads to stuff like that. Dak, but Josh Allen is is a different level, and that's nothing against that. That's no, it's good, stuff, that's stuff like that. Leads, he's not one of the best in the game.
1: It leads to these very like these unrealistic expectations. I mean, Dak's probably a top fifteen quarterback, right? I mean, there, there's there's a lot of guys. Yeah,
2: I he's good, good. yeah.
1: But I mean, he he is not the kind of guy like a Josh Allen where you can just surround him with nothing and he's still going to be good. So, um, yeah, that was a good call, Senior. Me and John were both on Cal. You were on Forty ers Island in this game, so. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, it's a pretty
2: pleasant place. Yeah.
1: And now John is is alone on Eagles Island, which I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game two. We have Cincinnati heading to Kansas City. The ob- Obviously, the thing you want to talk about first is Patrick Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain in the first quarter against Jacksonville. Did not look like himself at all. High ankle sprains um, generally don't heal in a week. He is—he's uh, going to be out there. He's saying all the right stuff, but I think at best he is going to be a little compromised. So, with that, you're seeing—you're seeing a lot of people take Cincinnati in this game. I think the—the uh, the lines moved three or four points um, just just in a few days. The Bengals, similar to the Eagles, coming off just a, a dominant performance against Buffalo, where they went into Buffalo in the snow, punched the Bills in the mouth, and and dominated them. It, it was a dominant performance that left zero doubt who the best team on that field was, and it, and it was the Bengals. Kansas City in Arrowhead, even with the Gippy Mahomes, is 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 a very 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 good team. So I'm real interested to hear what you guys think. So, John, you want to start us off on this one?
0: Yes, sir. The uh, uh, another forgotten moment was when uh, when Mahomes had to go out, and uh, Chad Henney comes in and just rips off a, a 96-yard drive. Uh, he, he's been uh, the perfect backup. You saw him when he had to close out the game a couple of years ago with, with Cleveland. Uh, you know, a, a guy that doesn't. Uh, you know doesn't play all year and to and to come off the the bench and 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 just keep his cool uh, for the second time that's just a, a great job by him that's a great uh, backup to have you, you know one of those guys that if you had to play him for like a whole game or two he'd probably be exposed uh, but uh he, he could come in and and, and he saved him again uh, it's a huge drive but, 98 yeah, yard drive yeah great job by him but uh it's uh it's hard to believe that uh kansas city is, is an underdog at home uh, they, they have a they have a dominant record but uh I, I guess uh the the vegas line is because of the uh the whatever the magic has uh, cincinnati has uh, winning the last three games uh, but uh i think it's gonna be a lot different than last year's game where, where kansas city kind of jumped on them and uh and then uh, Mahomes got a little, got a little loose with the turnovers and, uh, that that's what caused us uh, Cincinnati to get back in the game. I think, I think it's going to be tight from the start, but the, uh, the, the Bengals are going to be playing, uh, playing well from the, from the start. They're not going to be shook like last year and, and fall behind. And, uh, I'm uh, leaning towards the Bengals. They're getting a couple guys back on their offensive line. Uh, and they even played even without them uh, last week, their backups, uh, really did the job versus, uh, just a uh, disappointing, uh, Buffalo performance, uh, uh, going back to that uh, afternoon, uh, I noticed on uh, on Twitter and, and in our chats, uh, you know, uh, the co- a common thread was uh, kind of uh, Dolphin fans, Patriot fans, and uh, Jet fans kind of uh, engaging a little circle jerk there, uh, enjoying themselves over the demise of the uh, Bills because that gives a lot of. Uh, a lot of hope for next year that the division is up for grabs. Uh, it, it really showed the uh, B- Buffalo's weaknesses uh, with, with Stefan Diggs uh, melting down and, uh, and everything. And you saw their their defense and uh, their offensive line are no running game. Uh, their, their coaching decisions are lacking. So uh, that that's good for you guys that the, uh, that that division is going to be wide open next year. But, uh, but also it had a lot to do with uh, Cincinnati. They, they're just rolling at the uh, right time. And, uh, and they have that, uh, they have that clutch uh, uh, gene and and uh, all their top players and just making uh, plays in in the snow, not not even bothered by it. So I'm, I, I like another close game and uh, I'm I'm going with the uh, Cincinnati to pull it out. I'm not to in uh, Kansas City. Uh, uh, I think Mahomes is very formidable. Uh, his his ankles gonna be a little better and uh, they're always tough. It's not gonna be easy, but I'm going Cincinnati. Uh, say uh, 30 to 27.
1: All right. So John, you have a Cincinnati Philly Bowl. Yes.
0: Yes. And right. also uh, both these uh, games, it's, uh, it, 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 it's kind of strange uh, that they both only played each other once in, uh, in, in their playoff history. Of course, uh, we know Cincinnati and Casey last year, uh, Cincinnati one and oh, and, uh, and um, for Forty Niners and Eagles, surprisingly, for two successful teams, they've only played each other once. Very like, uh, interesting.
1: That's kind of an anomaly there,
0: right? Yeah. That's back weird. in '96, it was a it was a fourteen nothing uh, thriller. Uh, Ty Detmer didn't really pull it out for the uh, Eagles. The the Forty pulled that game. But yeah, that's that's crazy because both teams very successful, and uh, and uh, it just happens that they're good at different times, uh, I guess. Uh, so there we go. With the history there. All right, senior. Well, of
2: everything I saw last weekend, if we're gonna go with recency, and this is this is not to say that what the Eagles did wasn't impressive, but they were on their home field and to take nothing away. I'm not taking anything away from John's Giants, but that doesn't compare to going into Buffalo in a snowstorm and just putting up a dominant performance. That that was extremely impressive. No doubt about it. Um, the the very underrated Bengals defense rose to the occasion again. the The play of the offensive line, I guess, was the biggest surprise. Where they didn't only pass block; I mean, they ran the ball down the Bills' throats, and even more so than the Bengals usually run. And that, which is a very advantageous thing to do in the in the snow. And that just set everything up for Burrow. To pick them apart, it was it was a dominant performance. That being said, you still when when you analyze this game, when you when you look at the Bengals, you're still gonna say that that offensive line is. I mean, this was one game. That offensive line has been their weak link. So one game doesn't prove to me that this is a great offensive line yet. But it was a real step in the right direction for them. However, doing it against the Buffalo defensive front and doing it against Kansas City with Chris Jones and Frank Clark might be a little more difficult. I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball as effectively as they did. But on the other side of the coin, the Cincinnati defense, which is playing extremely well, going against a hobbled Mahomes, might be able to get some things done. I can't help but that but more like the Bengals, the way they're playing the way they're riding high and with Mahomes hobbled. And I can see Burrow taking advantage of the chiefs rookie corners with the great receivers that he has and the way he's playing. If there's a guy who has the it factor, it's, it's him, right? He's, he, he's just a clutch player. He's, he's awesome when the chips are down at least so far in his career he's been. So, yeah, I, I, I see the Chiefs. I mean, I would be shocked if the Chiefs won. Like I said, going into this, these are four great teams. This is nothing's going to shock anybody, except if somebody gets blown out. That would be a shock. But I see the Bengals winning this by a touchdown. Kind of, kind of a good game. But you'll have the, but you have the feeling all along that it's the Bengals game. That's, that's, that's my analysis.
1: All right. All right. So. It makes all the sense in the world, guys. I think when you look at the Mahomes injury, coupled with how the Bengals looked last week, coupled with the Bengals kind of—you know, i don't want to say owning the Chiefs, but they beat them in that playoff game, right? Obviously, last year to go to the Super Bowl, they also beat them in the regular season this year. Um, they have definitely been a thorn in the chief, in the Chiefs' side. Um, easy, easy. Easy to like the Bengals in this game. Um, I, I am going to go the other way, though. I'm going to go with Kansas City at home. I I think, you know, John said Burrow, Hurts, Mahomes are the three best quarterbacks in the league. To me, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Um, I think he's I think he's better than Hurts or Burrow. So I think I think you could see and I'm going to predict it. Kind of an epic, you know, <laughs> should we call it a Willis Reed type moment for Mahomes, John? To, to call back call back to the Knicks where he goes out there not at 100% and wills his team to victory. I mean, he played the whole second half against Jacksonville, certainly not at 100%. And they were still able to move. They were definitely still able to move the ball. Um, Chris Jones against the Bengals offensive line. I like that matchup for the Chiefs. I do I, I mean it's a it's a true coin flip game. It can go either way. I do think and I know it's tough to quantify this, right? But I, I you have to think there may be a little extra motivation on the Chiefs side with, with the with that line movement, with being underdogs at home, and with everybody and their brother picking the Bengals to win the game. So I think the Chiefs come out with some juice and I think they get it done. So I have a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. And to your point, senior, no matter how these games play out, any one of the any one of the possible results, we have a great Super Bowl to look forward to, because you have four, 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 great teams, four very well-rounded teams with strong offenses and strong defenses. There's no there's no glaring weakness for either of the teams. So it's going to be an interesting week, guys and john you and i will be getting together this weekend not for the games but but beforehand we're looking forward to that as well in good old san antonio
0: yes uh, always good to hang out with the crew uh, we're going to have a good number blast a uh, good segue uh for the uh for the plug section uh, no so connection uh, on the latest uh, edition of close lines and headlines uh, with ryan Rossi and rocco we are uh, we previewed the uh, Royal Rumble, and uh, also a video debut. Uh, if you're on the uh, the tube of you, uh, <laughs> you get to see some uh, sexy beasts up there.
1: Oh, you were on video, John? Yes, sir. How'd that? how do you enjoy that?
0: Ah, got <laughs> a. <laughs> You know, I, I'm a four. What are you gonna do, man? It's not. It's not gonna be uh, a yeah, I mean,
1: you know, you get that lighting right. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I think that can knock get you up to a four and a half. <laughs>
0: what are you gonna do with that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um senior, so, we, we made a uh, we made a check to Providence last night. We saw another another home victory for the for the PC Friars.
0: I know some. Hey, of it our, must, be nice, must be nice. Must be nice. Quiet high. To and uh,
2: our point guard back. He played ten minutes, and hopefully uh he, he's ready to go Sunday. Play more minutes and at Villanova. That that would be the take, you know. I, I've been I've been to I don't know how if you guys have been. I've been to the Philly facility, and it's pretty cool because it's that complex where you, it's all one huge parking lot. You could go there if you had tickets and go to the Friar Nova game at two, and then and then walk over to the link for. For Forty ers Eagles, at you could.
1: You could, yeah, senior,
2: I, and yeah, I, I, there must be some people doing it. You know, people who had tickets to the football game, who were who are Villanova fans. You know,
1: oh, they're playing at the um, they're are they playing where the the Sixers play?
2: Yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, John and I have been there a number of times, right, Sean? <laughs> the um,
2: it would, be, it would be, I was thinking but, it would be a pretty cool take if you were.
1: A, it would, and and hopefully you would see. To the the Philly fans go home yeah, and okay. good at both
2: times in tears, yeah, in tears. So
1: you go see Villanova lose, and then head right over to the link and see the nine and see the Niners beat the Eagles. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, can I go back one second to Bengals Chiefs? It's of something course. I wanted to mention. It's just a pretty cool thing I saw. Um, the Chiefs, the Bengals, may, some of the Bengals guys may have given the Chiefs a little uh, bulletin board material after the game. I saw this clip. Where they were yelling after, after the after the game as they were going off the field Sunday, we're on to Burrowhead Stadium. Oof! <laughs> you want to you want to
1: change your pick after that one, they senior? Kept,
2: no, no. But you know that I mean, I you know coaches use that stuff, so I'm sure that that clip's been played in the uh, in the, in the Chiefs locker room, and and uh, oh, there was one other thing. And I wanted to say, oh, yeah, and this is something I heard of. Um, after uh, Kelsey caught 14 passes last week, you know, and he, he's so much the center of their offense. Supposedly, uh Zach Taylor ha- has signs hanging here and there all over the Chiefs practice, uh, the Bengals practice facility saying, have you hit Kelsey yet today? <laughs>
1: Man, I, I mean, all this stuff makes me like that Chiefs pick more and more. <laughs> mm. So the Kelsey, I mean, it was it was clearly the Jacksonville strategy, right, to not double him. And I don't know if it you agree with it or not. Well. If, you, if you don't double him, that he's, he's going to have fourteen catches. <laughs> that was very, rough. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> not a real good strategy.
1: But, I mean, if Mahomes is a reasonable facsimile of himself, it should be a great game. should absolutely be a great game.
2: I'm expecting two awesome games. Definitely.
1: All right, guys. So we have one more show left. Well, I guess we'll do our Super Bowl preview, and then we'll do our Super Bowl reactions. We have two more shows left for the uh, the 2022-2023 NFL season. Really flies by. I don't know about you guys. It feels like it was just a... just yesterday that we were in the preseason so
0: yeah, we'll see what happens maybe we'll uh, do a recap uh, next week uh, I don't know. absolutely instead of taking a bye we'll, we'll see what happens
1: oh absolutely absolutely especially yeah. if uh, the Niners win we can take game by it's uh, like a <laughs> play-by-play <laughs> breakdown of of, of the, the Eagles demise John yeah. <laughs> All right. so for Mr. D'Amato and for Cowboy senior, I'm the cowboy. You know, out enjoy the games this weekend, all.